welcome to I'm Jealous, hosted by me, Vicki Cato. This podcast tells the story of my journey to finding myself and starting my business. Hi, it's me, it's Vicki. Thank you for joining me on my podcast, I'm Jealous. This month, I want to focus completely on branding and marketing. It's something that if you listen to this podcast, you know I really struggle with. And so I really just want to dedicate time for me to really dig into a lot of these topics and start feeling like I have a better grasp and I have more of a plan in terms of what my branding and messaging looks like. So that's what we're going to do. November is going to be all about branding and marketing. Um, a little bit of an update. I did launch my website. It's pretty basic, but I am happy with it. I used WordPress. I used a free theme and it's hosted by Bluehost. If you need any details on how I was able to set up the website, please connect with me. You can email me at hello at nicato.com or you can DM me on Instagram at nicatofits, F-I-T-S. Um, And yeah, I can give you all the details. I'm just not sure how much information you guys want. I am not a tech savvy type of person. It was not, it wasn't super, super hard for me, but it also wasn't easy for me either. So I would have loved more support. So if it's something that I can help you with, I'd be glad to do it. Just reach out. Um, So yeah, the website is live now and It doesn't have much on it, but my plan is to add to it as I'm going. So I'll start putting some blog posts up there, putting more information about the brand and the business up there, and hopefully I'll be able to, um, yeah, start building a community and just get more email addresses, which is really one of the main reasons for the website at this point because I'm not selling anything on it it's really just so I can communicate my brand and my messaging out to the general public and then also get some emails so that I can connect with potential customers Um, so yeah I was really happy to have that done or I should say started and to know that that's somewhere that I can continue to just add and hopefully it's going to help me to build this brand The other thing is, and I might put up um, a little bit of a clip of me freaking out (laughs) because I was having a lot of issues with my sampling this past week. I'm not happy about the fabric and I made some choices when I was with my pattern maker that I wasn't happy with, but whatever. I'm feeling a lot better about things now. I still don't have a fabric selected yet though. I might be going back to the drawing board or I might just be sticking with the one that I have. But either way, I am feeling better about the whole situation. We're going to get into branding, but I just wanted to give a little bit of an update on where things are at with the business. Um, So I had my fitting with my sample and pattern maker. Um, It went well at the time. But looking back, there were some things that I feel really silly that I didn't listen to my gut in the moment. So I brought two pairs of pants with me that I wanted to kind of show 
my sample maker so that she would get an idea of what I was looking for. But for some reason, I don't know, I just didn't change into them. I didn't, I don't know why. And then also in terms of taking pictures, like I didn't take more pictures and I should have. Um, I was also thinking about asking if I could just have like a few minutes to just be by myself and just be in the fabric and like walk around and kind of see myself in them without her watching me look at myself. You know what I mean? Because I think that was making me a little bit self-conscious that I had to say something or be talking or whatever. And I just really wanted to be able to look at myself in the fabric and adjust things and stuff like that. And I don't know, I didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't, I didn't listen to myself and I'm kicking myself now for not doing that. Um, I think there's going to be quite a few changes because I didn't do that and that's going to be costly. So I'm just feeling really stupid right now for not doing that and for worrying about what someone else is going to think about me. And yeah, I just feel really shitty about that whole thing. I think I knew going into this that that was going to be a hard thing for me is just like speaking up and saying how I feel and, you know, asking questions, even if they seem stupid and not feeling forced to fill silences because I also have a problem with that. And so I knew all of those things, but I think it's hard when that's just something you're used to doing. So yeah, I feel like I've taken two steps forward and I don't know how many steps backwards at this point, but I'm not super happy with the sample at the end of the day. Um, the fabric itself was really comfortable, which was great, but it was a bit thicker than I had wanted. There were some other things too that I'm just not stoked about. So I don't really know where things are going to go from here. I just really don't feel very positive about things at all right now. I don't know. I have another fitting scheduled for this coming week, and I guess we'll see how things are at that point. Um, I am going to bring the two pants that I mentioned, um, one that I like the fit of and one that I like some of the details on. I'm going to bring them and try them on and show them to her and then also just ask for a few minutes by myself to kind of just like look at myself walk around and adjust things and then see how I feel um that's probably you know a weird thing to do I don't know but I know for myself that it it takes me a while like even when I'm in change rooms by myself I do a lot of like turning and look this way and look that way and adjusting and you know my husband makes fun of me for it because I'll be adjusting little things in the mirror for a really long time, but it's just something that I don't know I have to do. And this is something that I want to be a hundred percent happy with and proud of. And in order to do that, I think it's going to take a lot of me making those, you know, minute adjustments that no one else is really going to understand or care about, but I will. And so I just need to really get better at voicing my concerns and you know just being to the point oh but yeah I just feel really crappy right now okay so as I mentioned I'm feeling really down 
and upset and sad and like a piece of shit generally. Um, but I have a lot of work that I'm supposed to be doing today. And so I don't want to stay in like a funk. I need to try to pull myself out of it. And in order to do that, I'm thinking I need to think about some of the positive things that have come about. And one of those things is that the fabric itself is really comfortable. Um, I don't really like <laughs> some things about it. Um, so it's not super positive. I don't even know if I should think about the fabric because that's also making me really anxious and stretched or stressed out because I'm not sure about the fabric. The stretch in it is good. I do like the stretch in it and that it is comfortable, but I don't like the finish of it. Um, I'm not sure if the fit is having an impact on how I'm viewing the fabric or vice versa. So I don't know. I don't know if I should really think about changing the fabric when I'm not happy with the fit or if one has a lot to do with the other. Um, But as I was trying to say, I need to start getting positive so that I can get focused on the things that do need to get done and that I can work on. Um, At the end of the day, I think it was a really good choice for me to bring my sample making here to Calgary locally. Um, Working with someone local has been so just, I can't even explain how much quicker things are going and how much better I'm feeling about things. So even though I'm not happy with the sample right now, it is nice to know that I have another fitting coming up in one week. And at that point, I will get to try on the adjustments that she's made to the fit. I'll be able to, you know, voice my concerns and, you know, it's going pretty quickly. Like by the end of uh, November, I'm thinking that I should have like a pretty good finished sample. Um, That would still be, that would still give me three more adjustments that I could make. So And we are getting closer and closer, like from the last sample that we did, which was in muslin to the sample now, I do feel like things have improved. There has been an improvement there. Um, I think that it's also going to be, like I said, me speaking up and me taking pictures and stuff like that. So I might see if for the next session, if I can maybe bring someone along with me. I don't know if maybe that will make a difference, um, having someone there to take pictures and that might kind of help me feel a little bit stronger so that I can speak up a little bit more. Um, I'm still thinking about how to go about that. But in terms of the positive stuff, it has been positive that I've been working with this local sample maker. Um, It hasn't been perfect. It's hard for me to stay on a positive tip about it because there are some things that I feel like I was expecting from the sample maker that have not really panned out. Um, She told me in the first um, meeting that we had that she was going to like take notes and then send me detailed notes on everything that we spoke about and that has not happened. We've met three times now and that hasn't happened so um, I can't really depend on her it seems like to be taking notes so I've been taking my own notes starting from this session but you know that was a little bit disappointing um yeah but we'll just see how 
things continue to progress. Um, I don't know. I feel like even though I haven't had a very easy life, there are certain things that I feel like when I go into them, I expect a lot. Um, Not expecting things to be handed to me, but just expecting people to be more like me. Like I know how I am and I try to give a ton of help and you know, detailed instructions and advice and stuff like that. So I think I expect the same back. And sometimes that's just not the case. And so that's kind of just what I'm learning. Um, But yeah, at the end of the day, there are a lot of things that I can work on now that aren't, aren't 100% dependent on the pants. I think I was really hoping that this last fitting was going to be amazing. So it could give me that, um, push and that excitement to really start working on my social media and engaging and stuff like that and now that I'm feeling a little bit more down about things I feel like that is kind of making me feel like I want to delay that like I want to be excited about my product and my brand and I want that to come across right now I don't feel that way and so it's hard so I'm just like yeah is it worth it right now to start trying to do those things when I'm not feeling good about things and when I start to not feel good about things I also start thinking like okay what am I doing like is this even practical is this even you know what I should be doing Is this going to be, you know, detrimental to the environment? Like I'm trying my best to use like better types of fabrics and stuff like that. But when I was talking to Candice earlier this week, she was saying how like very few fabrics and clothing are actually eco-friendly or technically sustainable. So she's like, you really need to watch about your branding and saying stuff like that because you know, just because you're using organic cotton doesn't mean that that makes you sustainable, right? And so that's kind of been getting me down. Yeah, I was hoping this was going to be more going in a positive direction, but now I see that I'm still just in in that funk, and I don't know how I'm going to get out of that funk because I really need to get my website done. That was the one thing that I wanted to get done, by the end of this month, um, have something up. I've already paid for it. And yeah, I'm just starting to get really scared. Not feeling super good. I'm going to try not to cry. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to don't know how to come back from this I don't know how to get happy again because the things that I don't like about the pants there are way more of those than things that I actually do like
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm feeling better about things. <laughs> and so, and the other thing, the last thing is that I put up an ad to get help on the whole social media marketing branding front and I did get some responses so I'm hoping to get help in that area very soon okay so I think that's basically it just a quick little update on the business and then and for anyone who's maybe not super familiar with me or what I'm doing um I am an accountant by trade. I've worked in accounting my whole life, but I've always wanted to start my own business. I really enjoy fashion. I'm also a tall woman and I've always struggled to find pants for work that are long enough. So I decided I'm going to start a brand, specifically a woman's workwear brand and starting off with a signature pant for work. But these pants are not just going to be for tall women. I am going to have lengths available for women of all heights, but we are going to focus on workwear. So we're going to have um, a business casual and a more business professional type of uh, dress pant. And I don't even want to call them dress pants. Just pants, just pants that you can wear for work um, that are going to be functional, comfortable, and hopefully they're going to look really cute too. So I'm working on things, but that's kind of the lowdown on my brand, Nikato, and what we are doing. Um, so yeah, let's get into branding now. I think I already mentioned how branding for me is really difficult. It's not something that comes easily to me. None of this really is, but it's something that I really struggle with because it's not from what I gather, it doesn't seem to be a very like just do X, Y, and Z. It's kind of like you have to come up with ideas and then decide the best way to do it. So it's not really, I'm not used to thinking about things that way. But I am learning and I have signed up for a lot of different like free webinars and signed up for some newsletters and some different like downloads and stuff like that that are like learning guides for marketing and branding. I've been to quite a few webinars now. I went to one just recently that was hosted by Business Link and the Digital Mar Digital Marketing Lab. I forget the name of it, but if you go on the Business Link website, they have it posted on their, oh, it's called Digital Main Street. That's what it's called. Digital Main Street is their name. And they also have a lot of really great free resources. Um, so I would definitely sign up for their newsletter, um, follow them on Eventbrite so you can be notified when they do have different um, events and stuff that they're putting on. They are very helpful and they usually have like a downloadable thing about what they are discussing, which is also really helpful to take notes and stuff. Um, but yeah, I really found the webinar that I did today to be really helpful and a lot of it was kind of repetitive. I mean, it is a lot of these companies and groups are kind of saying the same general things in regards to finding a target market and solving a problem and that type of thing but I hope that the more that I hear it it will make acting on these things a lot easier and 
it will be more second nature where I'll know these things. I'll just have a good sense of like, okay, when X happens, then you do Y, that type of thing. So there's definitely a lot of resources out there if you're willing to look for them, a lot of free resources. Um, not all of them, I feel like, are an exact right fit for me at this stage in my business. I think sometimes they are talking to entrepreneurs who are maybe further along in their journey. But for me, since I'm just starting out, I'm kind of like, it's just a blank page. And I think that's part of what's scary. But the good thing about the seminar that I went to from Factory 45, um, she goes in detail about how if you are starting a fashion brand from scratch, what you can do and very much lays out all of the steps, right? And so that's what I really want to dive into over the next few days. Um, I really want to spend a lot of time on what she's saying because it's very specific to starting a fashion line and then I'm also just going to add to it some of the other takeaways that I've received from some of the other webinars that I've been to and then once we go through that like what I've learned and kind of like the theory what they're telling us to do I also want to show how I plan to put that into practice and then actually do it. <laughs> so the learning, the plan, and then the doing is what I'm hoping this is going to look like. Learning, the plan, and then the doing. And that I'm hoping is going to help to keep me accountable so that all of this great stuff that I'm learning about, you know, branding and marketing and strategy and all that thing, that it's actually being implemented. So that's what I need you guys for is because throughout this journey, you guys have been my accountability check-in. And so I'm hoping that that is going to continue and that by putting this out there, that this is my plan, this is what I want to do, that it is actually going to happen. So I think in my last episode, I kind of went through the different sessions that Factory 45 had in that four-day webinar and what they covered each day. And I'm going to try to break down my discussions over these next few weeks sort of similarly um, to how they've had theirs structured. And then I'm just going to dig in. Okay, so the first one was session one was create a brand above the rest and stand out from the competition. So I'm thinking this is just going to be all about choosing a target, choosing a niche, um, what is the problem and really laying that out and then how to describe that in your brand and in your marketing. The second thing is... Um, how to build an audience before you launch. So she gives some really good strategies on how to do that. I want to talk about her strategies and then what I've come up with and then how I'm going to implement that. Um, and then the next thing is 
Kickstarter, so raising money for your apparel production without risking your own savings. So it's basically crowdfunding. So I do want to touch on that a little bit, but not very much. That is super important, but I don't think it really relates that much to branding. So I'm thinking what I'm going to do is we're going to talk a lot about Kickstarter and crowdfunding and all of that stuff probably in January-ish because I'm planning to launch my Kickstarter in April, March or April. And so as it gets closer, then I want to start talking about it and digging into it a little bit more. But for now, the most important thing for me to do is to start building a community, building a brand and getting my marketing strategy right. So that is going to be the focus. And that's kind of how I'm going to kind of break it out. Um... And yeah, I think that's basically it. So the targeting and then the building of the audience. So, And then from there, we'll have a little bit more from the different other sessions that I learned. I'm also doing something with CPA in regards to personal branding that I've already learned quite a bit from. And it's actually made me, uh, not second guess, but it's made me more aware of my professional brand and how that can be impacted by my you know dream of entrepreneurship and how I need to be careful about that so we'll talk about that a little bit more as well Um, but yeah so that is just a start that is my plan for this month like I said it's been a hectic week so I don't have time right now to dig into everything this is just like a teaser of what's to come Um, But please stay tuned for all of the goodness on branding and marketing. And I've said that like a million times. I'm so sorry. Um, But that's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) But I'll stop repeating myself now. We are going to get into it in my next podcast. I will have a nice, juicy, meaty discussion on branding and what they taught us what my plan is, and then an example of how I've executed that. Okay, so stay tuned. And oh, I do actually have a jelly segment. I was overcome by jealousy today. And I wanted to make sure to discuss it because that is the whole reason behind this podcast, because I've been so jealous of other women who have, you know, gone for their dreams and have been successful doing it. And it just made me feel like such a fucking failure that I started this podcast (laughs) and decided I need to start my own business. But what really hit me today was because one of the brands that I follow that is very similar in I guess in target market and kind of like their vibe is a little bit similar and what they're doing in terms of like workwear that is comfortable is also a really similar, you know, idea to mine, but they've been around for, they've been, I think it's been a couple of years now, but anyways, their name is Leze Label, L-E-Z-E Label, and they launched on Kickstarter, they're a Canadian brand they're awesome. And I love their website. I love their founders. I love their story. Um, But I went to their website today because I was doing a little bit of research on um, photography and how I kind of want to do my Kickstarter campaign. And I go to their website. And the first thing that I see is that they were listed as one of Oprah's favorite things for 2021. 
girls, I just died. Like I seriously fell off my chair and died. That I was so choked when I heard that. When I read it, I was like, no, this can't <laughs> can be true. Already, like they're such a new brand. And I I don't know why. It just really shook me. Like, oh my God. How is this possible? That should be, I don't even have my pants yet, but I was still feeling like that should be me. I love Oprah. I've been watching Oprah since I was a child. How are they listed? How did that happen? How can I get listed? Meanwhile, I don't even have my pants ready yet, guys, but you get, I was just so, so upset. (sighs) Jealousy is a really fucked up thing because I really, really like this brand and I like their founders and I'm very happy for them it's just that feeling of like why not me and that is the thing that trips me up where it's like girl it can't be you you you're not there yet like you haven't done all the work that they've done there's a reason why they're there and you are you're still at the beginning right and I get that but it's still just it just hurts as I'm like, oh, if I would have made different choices, if I would have done something differently, I could have been there by now. I could have been doing that. So yeah, it's just tough. But that's that's just what I've just been dealing with in terms of jealousy. It's still here. Still, <laughs> I'm still dealing with it. Even though I am working my ass off trying to launch this brand and I am feeling a lot more fulfilled and happy and empowered and all that good stuff I'm feeling all the good things because I am every day getting closer to doing something that makes me happy which is great I just maybe thought that I would be less jealous now (laughs) but I'm not but I'm really not so anyways yeah check them out Leslie label they are wonderful and like I said If you have a similar type of like vibe as I do, then you'd probably be, you'd probably be into them. So I mean, they're my competition. So I don't know if I should be shouting them out too heavy, but they are really awesome. So I mean, go and check them out and follow them, but also follow me. (laughs) Yeah, follow me. You can find me at Nikado underscore fits on Instagram, N-K-E-D-O underscore F-I-T-S on Instagram. Connect with me, DM me. You can now email me at hello at Nikado.com. And also, I always forget to do this. Please, if you like this podcast, please rate it. Please review it please follow or subscribe. Do all of those things that anyone who has a podcast tells you to do. But they say that it helps people find the podcast. So, you know, please, if you enjoy this, tell a friend, you know, maybe shout me out on your social media, whatever, whatever you want to do is fine with me. But either way, I appreciate you listening and there will be more discussion on building a business, building a brand and chasing your dreams on the next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye. So, um, two things happened um, in quick succession that I just wanted to touch on really quickly. Uh, I 
I made a schedule for myself. So I was beating myself up the last little bit about not having done enough for my business and not spending enough time um, on it. Like not as much time as I had wanted to or I feel like is necessary. And I know it's been hard with my mom's move and just I've been doing that like all weekends and evenings and that's taken up a ton of my time but now that that's basically done and over with I am refocused and I want to really make sure that I am using my time wisely and also somewhat aggressively Uh, and I was thinking back to when I was in the CPA program and I really was struggling with my practical experience reporting it's something that is just such a grind and because there is no one really you know, on your ass about getting it done, it can just fall to the wayside and just sit there and not do anything with it, right? So I feel like it's kind of similar with this too, where there are so many things that it's like, yeah, I need to just sit down and do this. I need to just sit down and read through some things and do some more research and put more of a detailed plan together, you know, cost out a few things and work on my social media schedule and my branding and all of that stuff. I mean, I've done quite a bit already, but I feel like there's still a lot more to do and not having not having someone getting after me, I feel like is not great. And it's nice now that I do have a coach and I do meet with Candice, but we haven't been setting like major goals or like action points or plans or anything like that so I think a couple things so one when I meet with Candace next I want to bring that up with her that I think it's important that we set some sort of goal or direction each time we do chat because then that way I will have something to really make sure gets done because sometimes without that I just don't get enough done Even if it seems like I am, like I'm doing a lot, but the full accomplishing and having it done and ready doesn't really happen. I'll do a lot of work for it, but then it'll be like 80% done, you know, and I just don't go back to it. So that's something I want to bring up with her when we next meet is that I want to have concrete sort of like deliverables, even though obviously she's not my boss, but having someone that I do have to be accountable to is helpful. So I'm going to bring that up. The other thing that I was thinking is I don't want to beat myself up anymore and I think the best way to do that, which is what I learned in the CPA program with the practical experience reporting, is slotting off time. Like So really setting aside time for when I'm going to do something and spending that time doing it and then when it's not in my calendar to do, then there's no problem. I can do whatever I want. I could watch TV, I can bake a cake, I can do whatever I feel like doing because I put in my time and I don't have to, you know, feel guilty or upset about it at all. So that's the other thing that I decided on. So I've chosen some days. I'm going to do Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And so on Tuesday and Thursday, I'm going to try to just stay at my office a couple hours after work. Um, It's nice because I can shut my door, I have my two computer screens, and I can just focus on my business for those two hours um, uninterrupted. So I really think that's going to be good. So two hours a day, Tuesday and Thursday and then on Saturday I'm going to do the same thing where but I'll be at home so usually at home for me can be a little bit more challenging because 
there are more distractions here. My dog is here. My husband is here. The TV is here. The fridge is here. My bed is here. Um, so for all those reasons, I don't get as much done at home as I do when I am anywhere else. Again, something I learned in the CPA program. <laughs> so when I was in the CPA program, I would always do most of my studying either at work. I would just bring all my stuff and stay late at work and work on it there. Or I would have to go to the library because it's just really tough for me to get focused and get shit done when I'm at home. So I think I'm going to do the same thing. But on Saturdays, because in the morning I walk my dog Usually my husband sleeps in a little bit or he has errands to run, so he's kind of out of the house. I'm hoping that I can set up a routine to spend the first few hours after walking my dog on my business. So I think the more planned I can make it, the more likely I will be to stick to it. So I'm still trying to work out what that looks like. If it's going to be, you know, three hours that I spend just working on my website or working on my social media or something if it's something that's very like routine and I can kind of just like check it off like do x y and z for three hours I know I will get it done it's when there's not that clear type of like to do list or it's like things that are changing or stuff like that that's when I tend to have some issues. So I just want to really make that Saturday day something very consistent where it's like, okay, this is something every week you spend three hours doing X. You know what I mean? So I don't know what that is going to be yet, but I'm thinking about it. My wheels are turning. I'm hoping the next walk I go on with my dog, I'll have um, a little bit more time to think about it and then put it together. And then, yeah, go from there. So that's the major thing. One, I'm going to talk to Candace about asking her to hold me accountable to some deliverables. Two, I set up a schedule. I already put the time in my um, Outlook calendar at work, so I see it there. Two hours Tuesday, Thursday, and then three hours on Saturday on something consistent. Um, and then the other thing that I was just, just thinking about was um, in our last episode, I'm going to pull up a chair. <laughs> In our last episode, I kind of talked about branding, and this is also going to be about branding too, but just starting out, I know that it's going to be important for me to decide what my focus is, like what does this brand speak to, what is this brand's mission, I mean, there are some brands that it's like, okay, their main focus is, you know, sustainability or like animals or you know, I don't know, being a woman in a male-dominated industry or, you know, something. There's something that the brand consistently talks about and, you know, writes about on their social media pages. <sighs> right now I'm thinking about, um, there's this one podcast that I listen to. Um, it's all about food, but it's also about the intersection of food and like, you know, real life, like, it's not just about food, it's about, you know, the intersectionality of food with, like, politics, with race, with a whole bunch of other stuff, and so um, I think for me, 
he says that right from the beginning. And so when you're looking at his social media and even just the type of guests that he has and the discussions that they have, it's not just about the food itself, which is also a huge part of it, but it's also about how that relates back to um, other things, right? And so I want to know for my brand, what what is it that we talk about? What is our thing that we, you know, bring people to the table and this is what Nikato talks about. Do you know what I mean? So I've been giving it a lot of thought and I had a couple of ideas in my mind and I was going to talk to Candace about them and I was also going to reach out to some friends and family to just get some feedback on it and when I was actually writing out kind of like a little blurb about the two main the two main topics that I was planning to focus on I immediately, like I wrote the first one and I was just like, this is it. Like, I don't even have to consider the other one. What I want to focus on is women at work. And it's something that I've kind of been back and forth on a little bit. And I don't know why I kind of was thinking that it had to be more than that or different than that. But I think for me, like I said, this whole thing started because I couldn't find pants for work. And showing up to work feeling like you look good and you feel comfortable is extremely important when you want to do a job and you want people to um, perceive you a certain way, right? Like you have to be showing up confident. And so women at work is going to be the thread that runs through everything. It's going to be women at work. And it's just a huge epiphany for me. And I just feel like it's a big accomplishment that now I feel very like, oh, this is it. Because I was, when I was writing it, I was still thinking like, oh, okay, what are they going to say? And then I was like, you know what? I don't even need to send this out. I know what I want to do. I know what I want to focus on. I know what this brand is meant to be about. And it was really it just felt really good for once, didn't have no doubt, or it's just like, oh no, this is it, you know, I don't know where it came from, because I'm not a very decisive person, but for this one thing, I think because it has been something that's been on my mind for a while, and I've been back and forth on it, it just felt at this point like, okay, no, I know, I know what this is meant to be, Um, I think, I don't know when it was, maybe a month or so ago, I was talking about doing a little bit of a pivot from less less entrepreneur stuff and more like fulfillment and body positivity and self-love and that type of thing, which still resonates with me and I still think is really special and it's always going to be part of my personal story. But in terms of the Nikato brand, I feel like work is the number one thing and all the other stuff is kind of secondary to that. Um, just like I say in this podcast, it's like my story about find, finding myself and founding a business because it's extremely connected, like interwoven these two things. So I think as much as I want fulfillment to be part of it, it's part of it is coming from the business and from the work. And, you know, my story as an accountant, my story as an immigrant, my story as a woman, all of that is in there. So I don't know. I just want to share because I was super, super happy about that. Um, but yeah, I think that's it now. <laughs> Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Thank you.